The Diesel Performance Podcast contains explicit language. Thank you for joining us again. This is Paul Wilson. And this is Chris Hemke. And you're listening to the Diesel Performance Podcast. But I suppose you already know that because you clicked on the title and downloaded it right on your phone. So I'm just saying that's two, eh, 20 seconds of my life I'm not getting back. Right. Thank you for explaining to them why they're listening. Right. Or what they already knew. What they already that knew. That they already knew it. Yeah. Right. You're still doing it. Great start to the day today, guys. (laughs) Guys, it is the Friday before 4th of July weekend. Chris and I are very excited to announce the Stell 64 5.9 liter Cummins turbocharger. Uh, This has been a huge charger. We've actually had it out for about two years, right, Chris? Yeah, three years when we were testing it on my 5.9, so my 07 truck, uh, you know, made some good numbers on the dyno, drove really well, and then that created a little bit of spark, a little fire under our butts to, you know, go into production with something like this. We initially thought this turbo was going to be about a 600, 650 horsepower drop-in. Chris, you did a little bit more than that with it, huh? Yeah, the truck uh, on a single little drop-in turbo did 725 horse and just under... 1,500 foot-pounds, it did like 1,498. And the crazy cool thing is we've put on some other trucks that were just stock injector, stock fuel setups. They made 600 horsepower, 600 no problem. 600 horse, so it definitely gives you the ability to grow. If your stock turbo goes out, you're still on a stock trans. You know, it's a nice drop-in replacement. You don't have to modify a bunch of stuff, and you kind of, you know, grow as budget allows. Absolutely. If you're looking for more information about the Stell 64 for your 5.9 liter Cummins, give us a shout, 815-568-7920 or visit calibratedpower.com. We'd be happy to uh, answer any questions we can or help you out with anything possible. And then Chris, pretty excited today, man. I am. You know, uh, when this came across my desk that we were going to be interviewing this individual, I watch a lot of the YouTube uh, videos, you know, friends on Facebook. Greg, you have a lot of friends on Facebook, by the way. Um, You know, Instagram followers and whatnot. So, uh, yeah, without further ado, uh, Greg Alberella. Yeah, you actually pronounced it correct. I'm, I'm shocked. Thank you, guys. That's yeah, I've been practicing. That's honored, awesome. Honored, honored to be on the show. Uh, it's it's uh, quite flattering, in my opinion. Please, man. We we are so excited to have you on, Greg. Uh, Chris and I both have been watching your YouTube video for or your YouTube channel for a very long time. You have some really nasty stuff on there. Uh, so when Rich, our producer, had reached out to us and let us know that uh, it was a possibility, we told him, book this as soon as yeah. fucking possible. we got to get this guy on. Yeah. yeah, Paul came to me. He's Absolutely. like, Paul's like, do you know this guy? I'm like, dude, he's got a nasty triple turbo 5.9, you know, gold triples. <laughs> and I remember seeing that video last yep. year when it was at uh, Muldoon's yep. for getting some trans work. I was like, dude, it's an honor. It's, yeah, it's really absolutely. cool to see this. Scrap. The scrap truck. I scrap love it. Scrap truck. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we got uh, we got quite a few projects, uh, you know, on the channel. So we try and keep it, uh, you know, most it's 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 all mostly Cummins, uh, you know. Not that I'm biased by any means, but that just seems to be the uh, brand choice around uh, this household, and that's you know, that's what we uh, pretty much just video record anything that we're doing. Hell yeah! Fuck it, man. Well, you guys are running with it because it's getting huge. Your guys' YouTube channel's really blown up here. Yes, um, over thirty six thousand subscribers, and it's good content. You know, I watch a lot of vlogs and stuff like that, and a lot of the stuff's pretty boring. Mm-hmm. Or guys are talking about shit I don't care about. You guys have a really good mm-hmm. knack for putting content up that somebody gives a shit about. And that's that, that's right. something to be proud of, man. But before we dive too far in, I do want to ask all of our guests, how'd you get your start in diesel performance? Um. I started into diesel performance about 10 years ago, uh, which pretty much puts me you know, at the very beginning stages of schooling and, and all that. So I actually went to 
uh, school for automotive performance, not diesel performance. Um, and when I graduated from there, my brother had just got a 9512 valve, and I came home and instantly didn't care anything about cars, and all I wanted to do was mess with trucks. I think what drew me to diesel was the fascination that these big, heavy trucks could keep up with cars. <laughs> and you could you could you could run down cars, and I mean what it's evolved into now is just absolutely insane. But that's I got started, you know, pretty much just messing around in the driveway, just like I do now. And you know, here I am, I guess. <laughs> now, do you have a shop? No. I think that's so cool no, that I'm like just, non-shop owner to really get behind projects like this and yeah. get into the, some of the stuff you guys have. I guess I just always in the back of my head assumed like, oh, they must have a shop. Like I could take my truck to them and have it worked on there. And this is just what they do for advertisement. But you're really just a hobbyist. Uh, it is just a hobbyist. I mean, I've been in the scene. I've met so many great people that are you know really connected. So uh, I, I guess... You could say I'm just a tad more connected than just an average consumer just through uh, amazing <laughs> connections that I've made just throughout the years. But uh, I think that's what makes it a little bit more relatable is every video, you know, I, it's, it's, this is me in my garage. And, you know, if I can do it, then, then you can do it too. And if there's steps that I can try and help you along the way, then, you know, that's what, you know, the whole idea that the YouTube channel was to document some of the things I had going on and some of the pitfalls that aren't necessarily in your instruction manual from the manufacturer. And, you know, (laughs) let me pinpoint those things out, say, Hey, this might not go this way, but here's what you're going to have to do to do it. And just kind of, you know, now it's, now it's an everyday little mini TV show. Right. What's going on. And I think that's cool too, just because of the, you know, you fall back on your, offering support to the to the everyday enthusiast. You know, you're gaining or offering mm-hmm. the support of, hey, you know, you don't have to take the truck to the shop. You don't have to be a, a skilled mechanic. You have to have some knowledge. But, you know, hey, I have, you know, a badass thousand horse plus truck. I have a, you know, a nice daily driver that has modification to it. And this is stuff that I did in my garage with my own, you know, household tools or, you know, I guess a little bit more than that. But, you know, you didn't have any specialty tools from a specialty shop to do what you did. Yeah, it's obtainable. Yep, you right. know, this is something like you said, mm-hmm. Greg. Anybody could go and do what you're doing, it, uh, and it right. only helps to have a channel like that out there. Right. Um, okay, let, let, we've talked a lot about the channel. Let, let's dive into this truck, man, because this 0559 triple turbo is a bad motherfucker. Walk me through the build, Greg. Yeah. So this was actually when I graduated school back, you know, 10 years ago. I got my first job, and literally as soon as I – past the interview stage i went right and bought a truck and that was this truck that is what most people know is like you know the triple turbo truck um i've had this truck for you know since the beginning of my whole uh you know time doing this stuff and obviously it progresses pretty rapidly with you know your your basic bolt-ons you know lift pump transmission um last year basically uh, a year and a half ago it made its majority of its transformation into what most people see today uh, went from a thousand horsepower single 72 millimeter charger um, with you know dual pumps, uh, 150 percent over injectors. To now it is um, got a Muldoon diesel you know top of the line transmission in it. It's got two Airdog 200 
pump sonic feeding, uh, two 12 millimeter, uh, two 12 millimeter, uh, exergy pumps, 450% over exergy injectors. Uh, it's got barter turbos on there. So, it's, and the motor is a 6.4 displacement, 6.7 block, 5.9 crank. So, Carrillo rods in it. And what's the air yeah, setup? Uh, I, I know you got triples on there, but for the listeners, what does the triple setup consist of? No oh boy. Uh, it is on the manifold. It is a 488. And over top of that, the two uh, basically top turbos that are combining to make your big uh, are two 476s. Holy Jesus fuck. Christ. And that's a 96 turbine on the 88? It's a 96-132 on the manifold, and the uh, low pressures are 87-10s. So for the guys listening that, you know, are like, wow, those are big chargers, you came the fucking party. Like, <laughs> I just want to be honest. Like, you have serious airflow here. <laughs> honestly, honestly, this is, uh, you know, and I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm an open book. If you come to me and you're not, list, you're not looking for, like, hey, just write me down your build sheet and your... You know, I can tell that you're pretty serious. You know, I'll tell you what's done to everything that's my truck. Um, but I've actually really kept that kind of under wraps. So podcast is the first uh, people to know what the cool. specs on the uh, fuel and air setup on this truck are. But, awesome. you know, but it's, uh, it is, I still, I drove this truck last year when it got back together on the street. I mean, it is on the very verge of manners-wise being completely ridiculous to run on the street. But <laughs> it. Does it does drive on the street, and you know YouTube will be seeing it, uh, you know, all summer long driving on the street as well. So now you have a full manual valve body on this, as far as the forty eight is concerned, correct? No, I do not. Oh, you do not. Okay, okay. I I'll- do not just because he, I, I like the full manual. Uh, I think the first gen project that we got going on is probably going to get one of those. Okay, but for the sake of saying, if you get into traffic. Um, you know, real street driving, I could see it, and I've never driven one, so I, I can't really, I guess, say, but I could see the switches and the constant downshifting. Right. Upshifting would probably be really cool. Well, that's what constant I was thinking, a full manual valve body as far as upshifting and keeping the turbocharger, you know, up in RPM. I mean, it'd probably make a little bit more sense uh, to, to a degree, right. but I could imagine the switches, the downshifting and all that would be a little laborsome, to say the least. When when we put this truck together, I was honestly very nervous and scared how laggy the turbo setup was going to be on this truck. Right. Um, the six four motor, you know, set, you know the characteristics of them helping spool bigger chargers easier. When it got on the street, I was like, wow. And and I and I had been used to driving bigger singles, so. Um, for what what is lazy to most people might not be so lazy to me. This <laughs> setup on this truck right now, and I I would tell you if it was a dog, I would just tell you it's a dog. It drives surprisingly well. Really? For how big the fuel is, how big the air is, I don't really. Pass. If you wanted me to drive this an hour away, I would probably take it. Well, no shit. How? What about compared to the single S four seventy two you had before? Um, as far as it being uh, like street like manners wise, spool up, yeah. Oh, well, the the smaller the smaller single. Um, at that point, I didn't have it was a, it was still a stock bottom end, but it did have uh, a fully done head with a side draft and all that. So it the seventy two spooled 
almost instantaneously. I still had a point ninety housing on that. And you have, um, did you have an eighty three? Was that an eighty three or an eighty seven turbine? That was a seventy two ninety six oh, with wow. a point nine from from uh, engineer Diesel. Oh wow! He put that together for me, and that dynoed nine eighty four on uh, multiple dynos. So, wow. oh shit. That's a fun setup. Mm-hmm. I mean, even the single is like, usually we would tell guys who called in, we, we would say, hey man, a single S400 is going to be laggy. Like it, it's, you're, you're going to mm-hmm. have a lot of lag there, but I could see with that, with that turbine and that uh, well, I, AR, I could see it going a little bit I quicker. I mean, he's running an excessively big turbine on these trucks though too. Right. I mean, a lot of guys that are running 72s or 67s, they're running like an 87 or even an 83 millimeter turbine. Mm-hmm. He's running a 96 turbine. So this yeah. is the same turbine that we would run in a compound setup for like a, add a twin kit or something. So, right. you know, I, I would yeah, imagine. I, mean, it, I I try to start off on the smaller scale and say, "Hey, let's just keep it mild." And right. by the time I let my mind talk me into things, they end up <laughs> just getting way out of hand. The the build that it was two years ago, my process in my mind started out as ninety horse injectors with a three sixty six, right. and it ended up being <laughs> a seventy two with one hundred fifty percent overs. Um, I had just gotten out of um, my two six pull truck which I sold as a roller, so I had, uh, you know, the head off of that. I had the fuel off of that, um, and so it morphed into something bigger than what, what everybody plans. You know, you, you plan here and you end up there, so. <laughs> That's usually how any project goes. That's it, man. That's how they all are. Yeah. Uh, tell us a little bit about sled pulling. You said you had the uh, 2.6. Are you, are you still pulling these uh, days? I'm sorry, say it again? Are you still sled pulling these days? Uh, no, I got out of sled pulling, I would say, maybe three, four years ago before all the rule changes kind of came about. Um, I had a, I guess you would say, pretty significant 2.6 truck um, called Redemption, uh, which uh, Cody Thomas bought that is now completely open driveline. Um, but it, it was completely done uh, back when uh, Danny Coops was still with us, uh, me and him kind of uh through that, he was kind of like my right hand man. We we built that thing, you know, top to bottom to be pretty competitive in two six, you know, four or five years ago, which is progressed even you know further now. I was but, gonna say, which is like uh, work stock these days, but yeah, yeah, pretty much, pretty much, yeah. Gotcha. Okay, are you doing drag racing or is or all street builds? Um. Well, the O five and the first end project that I have will you know definitely see the strip one hundred percent. Um, the 05 is kind of in a, in a weird predicament right now, which it still will go down the track, of course, you know, because I'm a firm believer in track times prove, prove all versus, uh, you know, anything else. But right. it, it's the power level that it's at. It's capable of running some insanely, you know, fast times. But I'm still on street tires, and I don't have a cage. Ugh. So, I mean, as far as, like, you know, getting tech and, and passing rules, you know, I'm, safety is very key when you get up to this this power level so yeah. uh, the tires not only help times but help your safety and obviously the cage so that'll probably be you know soon down the road but you know we will definitely get it on the track this year for sure you know i mean i'm sure you can do what we've all done and that's you get it out wait until they're really busy get in line wait your time in line run it as fast as you can, get the best fucking pass you can, and when they catch you over yep. at the uh, ticket shed 
and they tell you go straight over to the tech booth, you could just pull right out of the parking lot and go home and say, <laughs> fuck it, I'm done for the day. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> yep, absolutely. So, yeah, that's 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 the plan. The uh, the local track around around me is a little bit more uh, lackadaisical, and I can kind of get there when there's, there's not too many people there, and, right. you know, they could probably not put up a time. I could still get a slip but not put a time up, and everything would be fine. Yeah. Awesome. Greg, you got two other builds that Chris and I want to ask you some questions about, the first gen and then, of course, the tow rig. Mm-hmm. But real quick, I wanted sure. to just give a shout-out to Duramax Tuner. Lately, the LML tuning has just been a ton of requests and a ton of interest in it. Uh, folks, we do have switch-on-the-fly tuning available. We call it LSP tuning. Uh, if you already have a tuner from us and it has just the single tune files, you're loading in one at a time, we'll email you out an upgrade. Uh, you flash that onto the truck and then install the switch that we can ship you as well. If you're a brand new customer and you're looking at tuning your LML for the first time, we could just set everything up right away with the switchable tuning files already on there. They do match up great to our TCM tuning. So if you're running an LML or any six-speed transmission with an Allison, uh, we would say that trans tuning is going to be a huge help for your daily driver kind of habits. So definitely check us out, DuramaxTuner.com, where you can read more at the Diesel Tuners blog. I've actually written a few of the articles there myself. I guess, you know, getting back to this, Greg, diving right into your uh, your, your third-gen tow rig, uh, that's a 6.7 liter, correct? Yes. Okay. How long have you had that truck for now? Um, That truck I have probably had, I actually looked this stuff up the other day, I think it's like five, five or six years now. I've had it, I've had it quite a while. Oh. Um, I needed a truck that was a little bit more geared uh, for work and towing. I knew I was going to be towing something, so I opted for the uh, six-speed uh, versus the automatic and got a long bed uh, to make it a little bit more uh, friendly uh, to haul stuff around in. So I've had that for, for quite a while. I, I love that truck. It's, it's served me well. It hasn't left me stranded once. So Now, this isn't, again, your average tow rig because that truck's modified. So walk me through that build sheet. Um, that kind of started as in the mindset of, I wasn't going to replace anything unless it broke. Okay. I, this was the truck that I really needed to uh, be running every day, and I didn't want to tear it apart, wait for things. Uh, you know, the factory turbo stayed on it for 140, 50, you know, 150,000 miles right. until it finally, you know, the, the, the VGT started having problems. So um, specs on that truck as of way it sits right now has a uh another air dog 4g 165 pump um i just put you know basically brand new cp3 uh brand new uh bosch injectors and in it just just stock stuff oh, wow. um, has a second gen swap that uh, i put on because again the factory turbo failed but has a speed speed t4 has a uh, 467.7 on it um and that's it has a uh, south bend uh, street dual disc and I think that's pretty much it. I mean, gauges. I mean, it's 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 a very simple build. Just uh, like I mentioned, it has to tow around a lot. I didn't want to get right. super crazy with it, and it's it's perform it, it perform on stock fuel. That four sixty seven on a six seven uh, base Cummins truck is they light up just fast. An animal. They light. There's They're, three questions yeah. every guy who calls about towing asks me about setting up their tow rig. Number one, what's your mm-hmm. EGTs like? Right. That's an impossible question to answer. You need more specifics, right? So when you got the, yeah. the triple turbo truck on the trailer and you're running flat ground, call it 60 miles an hour or whatever, about what EGTs are you used to seeing? Uh, no, 
nothing nothing over twelve hundred. Okay. Love it. You know, so it's it, definitely it, it's, efficient. It stays it stays fairly cool. Um, I don't. I mean, I rip. My trailer is a thirty-five uh, foot hydraulic dove trailer that weighs seventy-five hundred pounds oh, empty. Wow! And I I leave my truck on tune five, and I I'll be the first one to tell you, I don't tow modestly. I mean, <laughs> there's cars in front of me. I'm doing eighty in the fast lane, passing them because this thing just spools fast. It drives well. I just I never have to worry about it, and it hauls ass. That's crazy. Awesome. I love it. Chris, you know what you know what the next question is. It's no. mile per gallon, man. No, man. Every fucker who puts a trailer on wants to know what they're going to get for miles I've per gallon. I've never heard that. Get the fuck out of here. I think you're crazy, man. What What are you used to seeing for MPGs in your tow rig? I, I'd have I'd have to go with uh, the other half and uh, who looks anyway because I <laughs> I get asked all the time in the YouTube comments <laughs> and I wish I could respond with something. I'm sure it's not even a great number, but. It is what it is. My my driving style will not change because of fuel 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 miles. Uh, so <laughs> I really I wish I could give people a little bit more feedback just for the people who do you know care a little bit. But um, it is what it is. I literally have answered that question the exact same way myself. I mean, and the people that are giving fuel economy reports. Those numbers are blown out of proportion. Oh, like, let's just be honest. Oh, you mean you don't get 26 miles to right. the gallon on 40s? That's no, not real? I, 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 my TDS <laughs> yeah, I mean, got 15s that's, that's and it gets 40? It's such a broad question that, you know, your driving style is going to dictate that. I mean, if you, you know, don't ever go an eighth of an inch past your, you know, dead pedal, then you're going to get great fuel mileage. If you're moderately conservative, you'll get a little bit better. And if you drive like it's supposed to be driven then you know you won't get very good (laughs) are you an eighth a half or full throttle what what, what are you what person are you right and then we we don't we don't we don't we don't ask the question the glass half full it's how hard do you like to depress your fuel pedal (laughs) (laughs) you know a little bit half or all the way and the last question and greg i've already seen the video so i think i have a good idea of the answer but what's the smoke output like I wish this thing smoked a little bit more just so you kind of knew it was doing something. I, I don't, <laughs> this truck for some reason, uh, I mean, and I've had H&S Minimax on at EFI Live, um, and I haven't, I, I barely see a puff of smoke ever out of it. So for someone that's really concerned with, uh, you know, smoke output, the, the thing spools so fast that, you know, you, you would never be billowing smoke, you know, trying to get the thing to light. Gotcha. Awesome, man. It, I mean, I've seen it. It, it is a nasty-looking tow rig. One, it, It's all black, everything. It looks mint. And then every time you're in it, it it looks like the truck I want to tow something <laughs> with. You know, like I want to be is, seen in it. It's you know, that for sure. setup. Yes, absolutely. And then the other yeah, build. That, thank you. I appreciate that. No, not a problem, man. The other build that I think we want to dive into a little bit yeah, was the first gen, the first right? Gen. I know Chris is just itching yeah, to talk man. about it. What's going on there? What do you got going everybody, on with that? Everybody loves, everybody loves a good old uh, first gen 12 out. That's oh, for yeah. sure. Howdy. I mean, a good portion, I'd say 90% of the people that I talk to that are Cummins enthusiasts either had or father had, they, they, they started with a 12-valve, a first-gen in some way, shape, or form. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So Absolutely. Um, and, and that's kind of where my route started as well, too. You know, my brother had that 95-12-valve, and, 
you know, you can, it's one of those things where you don't have to buy a five to $700 program or you can right. just get out your screwdriver and grinder and, you know, boom, you just smoked your first tranny. So <laughs> yeah, no, that, and that's all she wrote. <laughs> oh yeah. Right. And, 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 and that's where it all starts from there. But, um, that's, you know, where I started a little bit, I, I kind of, and the thing that's kind of cool that I, you know, really wanted to introduce this project to, to the YouTube audience was uh, there might be people who are in the same boat or haven't even got started in diesel, and this is where they are going to start. Um, and myself is, my first truck was in 05, and I've gone up from there. Um, and my knowledge is, is really, a lot of it is common rail stuff. And if you were to ask me, hey, I had this technical question about a 12 out, I would divert you to somebody else who, who knows more because I've never been a true diehard 12 valve guy. Not that I haven't wanted to. It's just where I've kind of landed, having been there. And I thought this was a awesome uh, time to learn myself and kind of share with others. Basically, you know, because my and, and the other thing was my builds are already kind of well developed. Uh, somebody who's just starting, I thought they would like to see, hey, ground zero starting. You know, this is what you're do to support this level that level this the youtube channel is going to see this truck transform pretty pretty rapidly but also you know here's your supporting mods here's right. this don't do this without that kind of thing so that's where this build kind of has has gone and the whole idea behind it no and i mean if if you're starting from ground zero you know the mechanical injected stuff definitely takes a little bit of a different path from you know the the newer uh common rail trucks you know for that matter um you know, definitely technology is fun. You know, it's a little easier to make power, but you pull out your checkbook. Where the older stuff, yeah, mm -hmm, you're not making mm -hmm. 500 horse with, you know, turning up the, the pump. But uh, the gains are significant, and it's a lot of fun along the way. But, it, again, it is a little bit different of a foundation. I mean, that percentage of change is pretty similar. Mm -hmm. I would, yeah, no, you are right yeah. there. You are right there. But you're just starting at a much lower starting point. You, you have a... I don't want to say you have a lower ceiling because all the big horsepower Cummins guys have fucked around with 12 valves right. at one point or another. And a lot of the top numbers in the country are from a 12 valve. Mm -hmm. But um, like you said, the cost is there if yeah. you want to go high. So that like that tipping point, like mm -hmm. we see it in common rails too. Like you want to build a, a common rail to 600 horsepower. Not a problem. You can do that and like your wife won't even notice it in your budget. Right. Uh, but you want to go to like 800 horsepower, you're probably going to need a divorce. You know, like that's just the way Some it people, is. Some people, unfortunately, yeah. that is true. <laughs> you know, I mean, at yep. the older trucks, parts are cheaper. So I guess to kind of dive into the first gen stuff for, you know, again, what what have you done thus far? You know, did you buy the truck stock? What do we got going on with that? Yeah, I mean, background on the truck itself, uh, we picked it up uh, a little while ago, probably I would say two, three months ago. And it was basically a one owner. We picked it up down in North Carolina. Uh, it was one owner. The guy did not drive all the time. And basically, his grandfather used it to tow his uh, little mower around once every couple weeks, and it would it was sitting. Um, so we picked it up, and it's got some higher mileage on it, but it has that cool kind of rustic patina look to it, um, and it, it's just it has no rust on it at all. Oh wow! Um, so it was a good base to start with, and when we picked it up. Uh, we've really just been going over uh, maintenance uh, because really when you start getting into this horsepower stuff, uh, if you're going to, you should, you should always pick your, you know, ball joints over your turbo, which is not always right. the <laughs> easiest choice, but a good solid base of a truck. And if, you, and if you're buying a used truck in general, 
all that stuff should be looked at before you really start, you know, making dabs of power. So uh, for the first part of, you know, the build, we, you know, put a whole new front end in it. Um, kind of just, like I said, went over general maintenance stuff. Uh, Jesse, uh, who's formerly known as No Boost on the show, uh, he we took off his stock HE351 off of his truck. So we put that on the first gen because that's a very popular, cheap, easy uh, turbo upgrade for first gens. And, uh, and, it, and the truck is still on stock fuel, and that turbo seems to perform really well. So we've done some minor pump stuff uh, to it, but as of right now, kind of have kept it, you know, on the, on the budget style. This is kind of like a like a budget style build uh, thus far, anyway. I love it. Awesome. I love it. What a cool place, man. I'm really excited to watch this project progress. Absolutely. Uh, without giving anything away, can you give us an idea of where you hope to go with this? Um, I mean, like I've mentioned before, I mean, my whole thing is like, let's start here and, you know, go slowly. And the transmission I know is going to need to be built. So we're already kind of talking about swapping a full manual 47 in it to, you know, support some, some big horsepower. I want to swap the, the 70 to a, to a disc Dana 80, um, and, you know, really start I want to pee pump it eventually. That's, that, that's a big goal. That was well. going to be a question. Are, so, are we going to go run out, you know, the, the factory VE pump, see what its potential is, like kind of go, you know, and where a lot of first-gen 12 valve owners have gone, you know, max out the rotary-style pump and then upgrade into an inline pump moving forward? Yeah, I, I and, and just to, and like documenting everything else that we do, I really wanted to, okay, so I got my cheap upgraded HE351 on here. Let's turn up the fuel as far as we can go with it. Let's take it to the track. Let's take it to the dyno. Let's document how much power you're really going to be limited there. Right. Um, and then maybe, you know, upgrade the turbo, see where that pump is really okay. I can't do anything else. So um, really just do different stages and document the whole the whole process. But, I mean, I do just like to have anything else already. I can already see myself, uh, you know, pulling the motor and, going crazy with it so i mean just like everything else in my garage i'm sure it'll get there at some point <laughs> eventually that's so cool yeah, um, go ahead Chris. i guess you know kind of diving in you know all third gen trucks you know i mean uh, you've had two projects at once you have your, tri- your triple turbo truck you got your six seven manual truck you know are you going to get into the fourth gen stuff too or are you going to kind of limit yourself at three projects at a time or what do you got going on there you guys are really trying. You, you, my, my secrets are all going to be given away. My YouTube channel is not going to need it. Enough. So the fourth, the fourth gen body style has been out for uh, seven, eight, maybe yeah. even nine years at this point. Going um, on eight I've years. really been trying to hold off getting a fourth gen. I want one so bad in the worst way, but I can see what's going to happen is I'll go out and get uh, a fourth gen. And the fifth gen, the fifth gen updates will the new body style is going to roll out in a year or two, and then I'll want one of those. So I'm trying my best to hold off to if and when they change the body style. If I see if I like that better. Shit with Cummins, you, you might be holding your breath for a long time, man. What was it, ten, fifteen yeah. years from the last one? Yeah, right. I mean, it, yeah. So uh, take, we do have uh, one of my other good buddies who's, who's in the videos has a uh, silver fourth gen that he just picked up. So. Uh, we're going to be kind of using that as an avenue to cover fourth gen stuff. I get a lot of requests for fourth gen stuff, so I'm trying to, 
you know, definitely incorporate that with rounding out the whole the whole channel as well. Now, are you doing the YouTube channel full time now? No, no, I still still have my regular uh, seven to four o'clock job, and you know, filming happens uh, pretty much there for after, and goes till nine or ten, and then I don't sleep. I don't sleep a whole lot. Yeah, like, oh <laughs> shit, man, <laughs> that's got you on the go. Well, I love it. Yeah. I really appreciate you coming on the show today and sharing all of your knowledge with our listeners. We're definitely going to have you back in the future to get some updates on these builds as time yeah. goes on. Um, we just we love having you on, Greg. Thank you so much. Absolutely. I appreciate it, guys. It's been a blast. Absolutely. Anytime. Not a problem. Anybody you want to give shout-outs to before we wrap up the show? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, you know, the, the triple turbo setup uh, was built by uh, myself and my good friend Chris Nolf. That couldn't have happened with without his fabrication skills. Um, and again, the diesel community is so great. Um, it may come off looking like I know everything under the sun, and that couldn't be any more true. Uh, I really lean on Chris and uh, Delton Sensing, who uh, now works at South Bend Clutch. Those are my go-to guys for, if I don't know something, then let's call them. Um, a big shout-out to all the guys who's helped me with parts on all of my builds, which uh, Mikey G at Garofalo Enterprises, uh, you, you, hear, you hear me mention him a lot. Uh, John at Muldoon's Diesel, he's by far one of the best guys to work with in building the most badass transmissions. Uh, Alex at AirDog has been awesome at giving us, you know, all the lift pump support that we need. Um, you know, and Fleece Turbo as well. Uh, I'm sorry, Fleece Performance uh, has really helped with uh, Jesse's truck, uh, getting us all, everything for that. So. I'm sure there's more that I'm forgetting, but, you know, those guys for sure have really helped uh, me progress. And, uh, you know, I feel like they're not only good good uh, parts people, and but just good people in general. Um, and good to build relationship with people that are, you know, you know have their back, have your back. So obviously, first and foremost, uh, a big shout out to uh, my wife who... Uh, has been more than uh, supportive and understanding of all of the, the craziness that happened at the <laughs> Well, that's awesome. Thank you so much for joining us, Greg. We really appreciate it. This has been Paul Wilson. And this is Chris Emke. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening. Calibrated Power Solutions, the leading North American developer of clean diesel power and home of DuramaxTuner.com, is the proud sponsor of the Diesel Performance Podcast. Calibrated Power develops emissions-equipped tunes for a wide variety of diesel powertrains, including the Duramax, Cummins, Jeep, John Deere, and many more. For more information and the best customer service in the industry, check out calibratedpower.com or call 815-568-7920. That's 815-568-7920. Explaining to them why they're listening. Right, or what they already knew. What they already that knew. That they already knew it. Yeah. Right. You're still doing Great it. Great start to the day today, what guys. A pile. <laughs>